Hi, and welcome again to the Yes and I Am podcast, the podcast where we learn about people. I'm Aaron Max, and today's guest, I'm just super excited about. He is just killing it. He's now got his second Academy Award nomination, and he's still like under the age of 40. Like, what this guy has been able to do, I am so amazed. And also, one of the top grossing box office movies of the year. I mean, how he does it, I don't know, but I have a lot of respect for him. I'm talking about actor Adam Driver. How's it going, Adam? Hello, Aaron. It's nice to see you. Uh, uh, it's uh, very nice. Uh, th- thank you for coming. I'm excited to be here. Oh, yeah? This is the greatest moment of my life. Oh, a great, greater than uh, getting into Juilliard? Or? Yes. That was pittance compared to what I'm doing here. Oh, you, you, you I mean, you, I, I was not expecting to, you're, you'd have such a, like, a booming voice. I mean, you, you, you're, you really That's carry. what happens when I get excited. Sorry, I'll try to, I'll try to calm it down a little bit. So, um, you, you're back. I just want my son back. You, you want your son back? I want my son back. I didn't know you had a son. We had an agreement. Who had an agreement? Me and my wife were getting divorced. You're getting divorced? It's a horrible marriage story. Oh, oh. It's me and her. Is this is this this you referencing your your current movie marriage story that you made for Netflix? Unfortunately, that also led that movie made me realize I should divorce my own wife in real life, and now I'm so mad and sad. Well, that's that, that's that's unfortunate. You, you and your wife have been married for like seven years now. I know, it's too bad. Once I realized someone as hot as Lena Dunham could get me, it was all over then. Wait, wait, wait. Once I realized that uh, that someone as beautiful as <laughs> Lena Dunham would even think to fuck up a rat like me, suddenly uh, that sounds like you have I, a very I, I low. I thought it might be time to be single again. Sounds like you have a very low opinion of like y- how you look and your self worth. I mean, look at look at me. Look at me. You, you're very handsome. I don't know what you're talking about. It's true. Well, it's weird because at first people kept talking how I was kind of had an ugly face, and now all of a sudden I'm a heartthrob. That's uh, that's all. That's all been part of it. It's all been part of the. I don't know. You you were you were the bad boy of Star Wars, so like every, right. everyone loves a bad boy. But at first I was in Girls, and in Girls they were like, "Oh yes, this guy is just as hot as Lena Dunham," and I was like, "Me, little old me." I mean, you're definitely not little. But I have you're, such you're, a long face. You're you're six two. You're you're quite a tall gentleman. That's true. That's true. I am tall and skinny. I kind of look like a school shooter. Uh, no, I I would not say that. I do. I'm the school shooter of Darth Vader. I mean, you, you, uh, for people who are un- unfamiliar with your character in Star Wars, yes, you you play actual uh, Darth Vader's grandson, Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. Now. Let's talk a little bit about Kylo Ren because people are uh, seemed a little disappointed with the most recent and what seems to be the last Star Wars movie in the nine movie span. I think it's the best Star Wars movie ever made. Really? Yes, I think it's great. Better than the other two you did? Oh my god, those other two were shit. Oh really? Shit on my dick. Oh, well, I would I would rather I would I would rather fuck a crown of thorns then then watch those two again rise of skywalker is your favorite out of the star wars films you've of done. course it's why do you need a good plot why would you need one of those it's it's all emotion it's all thinking to yourself um it igno- 
you know, I don't have to go into it. What, what, what's, uh, what's your Should fa- we do spoilers or no? Yeah, you can do spoilers. I um, got to make it, out with that hot piece of ass, Ray. I mean... Oh, boy. People, people were she's, wait- al- she's almost as hot as Lena Dunham. R- really? Yes. What, so, um... You, you you find Ray hotter than Lena Dunham? No, Dunham? Lena's much hotter. Oh, okay. Um, I oh. haven't seen Lena in a while. What has she been up to? She was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Wait, who is she in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? She was one of the um, Manson girls. And in my opinion, the Manson girls weren't as hot as Lena Dunham. I mean, that movie's doing real well, too. It's a good one. It's very good. I wish it's, I was it's in a, it. It's, well, I mean, your movie, uh, Marriage Story, uh, as we mentioned earlier, is nominated for Best Picture. It's, and yes. you're, you're nominated for Best Actor. Yes, I'm great in it. Y- you sing in it. I do. I, I sang. Although, they didn't they didn't use the original song that I wanted to sing. What was the original song you wanted to sing? I wanted to sing Uptown Girl by Billy Joel. Really? Uptown Girl. She's been living in her uptown world. That 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 sounds a little scary. And then I wanted to do Forgot About Dre by Eminem and Dr. Dre. I, I feel like that would have been inappropriate. That's what Noah said, but I thought it was a great idea. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I mean, as a musical theater fan, I appreciated that you sang Being Alive from uh, Company. Oh, I wanted to sing Stayin' Alive. Stayin' Alive? Uh, yeah. The, I'm an, 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 I'm Staying alive? Ha! 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 Staying alive. I never took you as a Bee Gees fan, Adam. I'm a big Bee Gees fan. I'm a disco nut. Really? I, I love to cut a rug. W- would you ever do a disco film? Yes. W- w- if you were to do a disco film, what would that look like? Um, I would... Okay, so it would start. I'm in the full Darth Vader gear, Kylo Ren. He's in the darkest time of his life. He's up there in the Death Star, but then a lone Wookiee comes in and says, I think I can change you. Wookiees can talk in this movie. It's not a Star Wars movie. Uh, it's, it's a, a different thing. But they look like Star but Wars But it looks characters. like Star Wars, and the Wookiees can talk. And the Wookiee says, "I, you look like a man who's, who's hurting, who's in pain. And I say... What do you know, Chewbacca? And he says, I know this. And then he presses play on his disc. And suddenly we hear... Oh, fuck, what's a disco song? I was thinking Staying Alive still. I'm like, what's that racket? It's like, you can tell by the way I move. I'm a woman's man. No doubt. Turn that off. Turn that off. And then he says, no. Listen, and he raises it up like say anything, and I, I start to move. This sounds like Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy. I start to move. I don't know what that is. The the Marvel film? Oh yes. Oh yeah, I guess it is. Well, you, you, you basically described Guardians of the Galaxy. That just shows that me off the top of my head is as good as Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that'd be a good film. I'll get I- Noah Baumbach to direct. Yeah, this is actually your second movie you've done with Noah Baumbach. Uh, famously, you did uh, Francis Ha before. While We're Young. While We're Young. Yeah, you were also in While We're while Young. While We're Young. Yeah, it's your third that, one, yeah. I was in that as well. Uh, I, I liked While We're Young. It was really sad. Uh, with you, Ben Stiller. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. I got to wear a dumb hat in that. I brought my own hat. You brought your own hat? I brought it. I mean, it felt almost very similar to your character in Girls, where it's like very like, Brooklyn hipstery. Uh, yes. The coolest guys in the world that no one hates. 
<laughs> the coolest guys in the world that no one hates. No one hates us. No, yeah, we're the we're the we're the heroes of all of these movies. Did you find that when you moved to New York City that you bec- like started to embrace hipster culture? Because you're originally from like the middle of United States, you know, the heartland. Mm. Then you moved out here because you're like we're living in Indiana. You moved here for to go to Juilliard. Yes. It, like, w- what was it like? What was that culture change like? I watched um, Modest Mouse, and it changed my life. Really? I went out, and I bought a dumb hat. I went around talking about how um, Uncut Gems is the best film I've ever seen. D- did you, I, did you, did you uh, like Uncut Gems? Oh, I did. I did. I was supposed to be um, Kevin Garnett's role in that, actually. I was up for that. It was between me and Kevin Garnett. Kevin Garnett played Kevin Garnett, though. I know. I almost played Kevin Garnett in that movie. I'm glad you didn't. I'm. Uh, why? I think I would have done. Are you saying I wouldn't have done a good job? I'm saying there would have been, it would have been a little problematic. I went to Juilliard. I am well aware. I can do anything. If Robin Williams could play a robot, I can play Kevin Garnett. Wow. That, I mean, those are literal big shoes to fill. That's true. He has big shoes. He's like seven feet tall, too. Yes. But so is my dick. Oh, boy. <laughs> my dick is seven feet tall. Oh, boy. Uh, have you shown your dick on camera? I can't recall. I've come so close. Yeah, I mean, uh, I was you basically did... naked all the time on girls. I was about to say you you were naked quite a bit. For on some girls. reason, I'm half naked in the new Star Wars movies too. Yeah, you, you, uh, uh, what do you think of the memes that came out uh, of you after the second one, um, uh, the, the Last Jedi? There was a lot of like thick Kylo Ren memes. Oh, little old me with my hot abs that I show off. Oh, I was so embarrassed. Oh, oh, oh I can't believe everyone saw that. Ooh. <sighs> you don't seem ashamed. Oh, no. Oh, everyone saw my hot ass and my cool abs. Oh, no. Did you work out a lot to, for just that scene? Oh, that's just how I look. That's just what I look like. Yeah, yeah, okay. I, 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 I get a sense that you're like. Oh no, I was so embarrassed. Oh, I hate watching my. Oh, this interview is over. It is okay. <laughs> so, um, what, what was it like preparing for Star Wars and then preparing for a Marriage Story? It sounds like they're just two incredible roles, very different. Well, in many ways, Star Wars is a Marriage Story between, um. The uh, me and the dark side. I'm getting married to the dark side in that mo- in that movie. I mean, it does seem like they want you to commit, but also let okay. Let's talk a little bit about spoilers even more. Uh, the ending of uh, Rise of Skywalker hmm. seemed very messy. It seemed like they didn't know where they wanted to go. I thought it was the perfect ending. Really? Clearly, they didn't just write to appease fans. Clearly, that wasn't the case. It was organic. You you, you stand by it? I stand by it. I kiss by it. And if I could, I would fuck by it. Oh, boy. And, like, you you thought, like, your character died in the right way? Yes. I think everyone was satisfied with the film. Um, You didn't think Rey was overpowered at all? No, she should have had more powers. I was like, why isn't she just God? You know? I mean, she practically was. Yeah. My one issue is they didn't kill Chewbacca. Oh, boy. (laughs) 
No, I, 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 that was actually an issue I had with the film. They should have killed him. They should have slit his throat on screen. All right, let's talk a little bit about Marriage Story. Let's do because it because it's a, it's a, it's very heartbreaking. It's it's your performances are great, uh, incredible. You and Scarlett Johansson. Thank you. Um, Thank you very and, much. Uh, Laura Dern was yes. great. She was good. Ray Liotta. You know, he thought he was in The Irishman the whole time we filmed that. Really? Yes, he said. This is great being in the Irishman. I was Irishman surprised that Ray Liotta wasn't in the Irishman. No, he comes in there and he's like, "Oh, what's the matter? What's the oh, bada bing, bada boom? You divorced? Oh, that's great. I mean, that's just great stuff." But so he, he thought he was in the uh, Noah had to, every day. Noah said, "Look, Ray, you're not in the Irishman," and he said, "What's the matter, you?" That's what he said, not me. He kept saying, "What, well, Marty? You look different." He said that every single day. He said, "Marty." I love you, but you look different. You look Jewish. And I said, whoa, 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 whoa. Ray, that's not cool. And Ray, But Ray just kept saying crazy. Do do people tell you that you look Jewish a lot? Cause, um, Am uh, I not Jewish? You are not Jewish. Oh, my God. <laughs> that, oh, I, I knew that. Yeah, I, I was challenging you. Y- your father was actually a minister. Really? Yeah. The ultimate rebellion. To look as Jewish as possible. I mean, you you uh, famously played for your first Oscar nomination. You played a, a Jewish uh, fellow in Black Klansman, right? A great, a great cop. Yeah, I mean, how do you how do you feel about that movie? Like a lot of people say that it should have gotten like. I was hoping it would be more, more credit. Yeah, it was good. It was. I actually thought that was a pretty good movie. I'm good in it. I'm good in it. What was it like to work with Spike Lee? You've worked with a lot of really good directors. Oh, Spike Lee. I uh, I, I feel l- like y- your career has been kind of an actor's dream career because you've worked with almost every like acclaimed director. You've worked with Spielberg. You've worked with Spike Lee. Wait, who did I work? When did I work with Spielberg? In Lincoln. Oh right, I forgot about that. Well, yeah, that was wow. great. Well, getting a little big for your britches, you start forgetting every movie. Look, he's a little guy. What's he done lately? The Post that sucked. Bridge of Spies. <laughs> More. How about Bridge of Guys? And it's for the fellows. Okay. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you, you had qu- quite a career. Um, uh, no, yeah, thank you very much. I've been very fortunate to work with And you've been nominated of... two years in a row, which is exciting. Yes, yes. And I'm very hard to work with, which makes it even more impressive that I work with all these great directors. Because I am a piece of shit on set. Really? Yeah, I yell at everybody. I mean... How are you mean? Actually, it, it um I I did a little bit of research on you uh before you came Thank in. Thank you. And uh actually uh people have talked to your former classmates at Juilliard and they said that you were a little bit intimidating to work with. Yes, I've uh, you know people some comedians I know heard that I'm a, I'm not I'm very hard to work with as well um because uh, I yell at people a lot. But I'm a great actor, so who, who so who gives a shit? You know who's nice to work with? Who? Fucking uh, Polly Shore. I I would love to work with Polly Shore. I would never work with Polly Shore. You would never work with Polly Shore unless it was Encino Man Two. Then I would kill my mother to be to work with Polly Shore. What would Encino Man Two look like? He would be like, "What's up, bro? I'm in an Encino again." Oh no! I feel like he would have to be like your parent or something. Oh yeah, yeah, son of Encino Man. I would do that in a heartbeat, and I'd get nominated for an Oscar for it. Oh, I, I I don't doubt it. Um, before we move on, I I want to talk a little bit about because uh, before you went to Juilliard, you actually auditioned and they didn't let you in. 
Then you joined the Marines for three years. Right, and right. even, like, fought overseas. Right. How does that influence your current life as an actor? Well, it was an actually, an, I thought the Marines was, like, a hipster rock band when I joined it. And, I was, and then they gave me a gun. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Uh, I mean, it's, I mean, but. Because you actually did tours in Iraq and Afghanistan. I know. I killed a lot of brown people. It was really cool. And, but then I came back and, um, and, <laughs> and it really influenced my, my life and my art and my work because, um, I just, whenever I'm in a big scene and I have to cry, I think about, um, my brothers in arms, my band of brothers. I mean, um. Sure. Uh, okay, but like, all right. <laughs> With that said, let's move switch gears a little bit. I love switching gears. We play a couple games on this show. Uh, the first game we like to play here is Fuck Mary Kill. Basically, I have three names listed, and you tell me which category each name goes into. I'm ready. The I will fuck Mary and kill all of them. Oh well, you know. On that note, uh, th- this is, I kind of themed this one. Uh, first name Darth Vader. Second name, Emperor Palpatine. Third name, Darth Maul. Okay. Kill Vader. Okay. Or he is my father? Grandfather. Grandfather. Because you're you're Leia's son. Yeah, and I just love killing my family. It's a big, big... Mary Palpatine. Ugh. No, wait. Kill Palpatine, because I did that. Okay, so wait, you're killing Vader I'm, and Palatine? I'm you killing, yeah, and then, and then kill Darth Maul. So wait, you're killing all three. I'm you're killing kill- all three and rising to the throne as my, as my dual role, as my born role as leader of the, of the dark side. But, like, it seems like you didn't want to be part of the dark side at the end there. It's, it seemed like you had a real fast change of heart. Oh, well, then kill them for the, for the light side. I, my character's very confused in that last film. Let, let, let's, be, <laughs> let's be frank. Do you really feel like they did your character justice? Um, well, if by well justice is often very, uh, no, they did not. <laughs> it sucks. I'm really bad they, in that last movie. Yeah, thank thank you for being honest. Yeah, with no, us. I, if I'm being completely honest, I'm barely in it, and when I'm in it, it doesn't make sense. The only cool part is the very beginning where I'm about to kill Palpatine. It's like. That was pretty cool. You did have a cool lightsaber, that too. That was sick, yeah. Right, that was I, great. I feel like I get worse every movie in that trilogy. <laughs> I mean, but then you do Oscar-nominated roles, so... It's great. Well, to, I, to remind us that you are a very good actor. Let me let me put it this way. I'm great in all of them, but the writing sucks worse every time, I, I think. It yeah, sucks worse. Well, I mean, do you think Disney got in the way? Yes, I hate that mouse. The mouse? The mouse himself. The Mickey Mouse is my boss, and I hate it. <laughs> Every day he walks by my desk. He goes, Adam? He goes, oh, Adam. Oh, working hard or hardly working. I'm like, ho, oh, oh, good stuff, boss. But someday I'm going to walk in and he won't be so cheery. Let's I just mean, put it that it, way. It sounds like you're done with Star Wars. And I'm unless done. you do like a Marvel film or something. I'm contracted to play the uh, Wiley Coyote. Wait, was that Disney? No, Donald Duck. I'm, 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 I'm playing the live action Donald Duck. Live action Donald Duck. Yeah, I'm, I'm playing it. Have you been working on that voice? Yeah, okay, here we go. It sounds like you're like, you've got like strep or something. I don't think, does Donald ever say like words? 
There's one where he's in a Nazi outfit. That's why I took the role. I have I have seen that. and um, Yeah, we're doing a remake of that cartoon. It's like a Jojo Rabbit kind of thing. I did like Jojo Rabbit. All right. Well, no, no, we're going to switch gears again and play our second <laughs> game we like to play here. We like to do a little bit of word association. Let's do it. Basically, I say a word, you tell me the first thing that comes to mind. All right, here we go. Force. Awakens. Jedi. The last. Space. Force. Light. Saber. Dark. Uh, meat, dark meat on chicken. Alien. Resurrection. Theater. Kids. Military. Cool. Trooper. Storm. Marine. Biologist. Seinfeld. Director. Steven Spielberg. Award. Nominated. Win. Me. All right. Well, that's about all we have time for today. Thank you for I having wanna me. I want to thank Adam Drivers for stopping by. Adam, is there anything you want to say to our listeners before you head out? I'll say it was nice being the Adam passenger today. Oh, because your last name's Driver? Yeah, usually I'm, I'm driving. Oh, uh, so you're going to end you gonna with a pun? Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, thank you, Adam, for coming. And thank you all for listening. And we will see you all next time. Thank you again for listening to the Yes and I Am podcast. This podcast has been completely improvised, so instead of having the actual Adam Driver with us here today has been my buddy, Robbie Goodwin. How's it going, man? Hey, how, how are we? Good. I'm good. Thanks, man. <laughs> so, Adam Driver, you seem to know a lot, you know? I did know a lot, except for what his voice sounds like. <laughs> no, I, I don't think you were that far off. Like, I, I think it's like he, he talks very nasally and like... Kind of. Yeah, I think I think I approximate. I really I wish. I will find her and kill her. Ray. Yeah. Ray. It's kind of a lot of like uh, Orson Welles. I was kind of doing <laughs> like Orson Welles, I feel like. But here's the thing. I'm an impressionist, so I usually need a little bit of time to work. This, that's what's fun about this show is like you have to like do it on the spot yeah. and not work on it. So I was just like. So I feel like at times I was a little soaked. So I was like, what the fuck does he sound like? I was like trying to like rem- well, you, do it for like, memory. You also like think like, all right, it's. He always sounds kind of like he has a cold. Yeah. Yes. Like yeah, he, yeah. he's kind got like, like he's got that giant oh, nose. Yeah. But he it sounds like that giant nose is always stuffed up. Well, that's what's funny. It was like I I know he has the dark voice, but then I then I thought like doesn't he also kind of talk a little up like this? So you have to kind of meet in the middle. You know I don't know I don't know what he ah fuck whatever. No I, I don't know. He, it's he's an interesting character because I feel like we're gonna see him a lot over yeah. the next few years. Like he had a crazy ride. Like. Uh, like he's like one of the big like he is he's one of the biggest like actors for his age i feel you know mm-hmm. what i mean like it, it was weird because it was like i think there was a second where it was between him and miles teller which one of them was going to be like huge right yeah miles teller sucks well it was around the same time like miles teller was doing like whiplash and stuff yeah and like after whiplash everyone's like oh this guy's gonna be huge but he's not the good part of whiplash like jk simmons is the good part you know what i mean true but like they they're also both kind of like the same type we're like they're kind of this dour white boy That's kind of true. deal. Yeah. Well, what's funny is I remember when uh, Adam Driver got cast as Kylo. People were like, "Whoa, that's crazy!" Because he wasn't that big of a star yet. That that like really made him a big yeah. star. And now he's just like a general general big star. So it would make sense to cast him in like a big like 
the thing about what J.J. Abrams does really well for the for that first Star Wars was the casting was really good. Yeah, like he kind of discovered everyone. Yeah, exactly. Like even like Oscar Isaacs, who had done yeah. a lot of great work, but like still kind of no one knew who he was. Yeah, he was like Lewin Davis yeah, was like his yeah. biggest thing. Adam Driver also in Inside Lewin Davis. He is in that one scene. Uh oh, <laughs> that's all he says in that. Yeah, no, but like I don't know. Like the, the Coens the, should do like a big Adam Driver movie. I feel like he's like a good fit for that. How did you feel about this Star Wars trilogy, by the way? I really like the first two, and then the third one. You like the second one? I like Last Jedi. I mean, I when I think about it a lot, I don't really like it that much. But uh, I thought it was fun to watch. But the third one is horrible, and I think it makes the other two worse. Uh, I I agree kind of i don't know i my, my least favorite is the last jedi just mm. because like it, it just didn't line up with the force awakens yeah it did like those two I, movies I, do not mesh at all i was hoping that that would like i was hoping that like maybe that would help yeah i, I agree i think it like it's kind of like a selfish i was talking about this earlier like i think last Jedi is like a selfish movie it doesn't yeah wor- well, it, it doesn't work ryan johnson's like i want to do what i want to do yeah which ryan johnson great director i don't know if you've seen knives out yeah. knives out was awesome but like that like movie was just kind of like all over the place it doesn't function as like a part of a trilogy because it's like it's trying to subvert but it's like you got to kind of like continue what he's doing and exactly then, and then the problem is the third movie did the same thing to the last jedi well the thing it, like, is they didn't have a plan yeah. like it's so clear they didn't have a plan yeah so then like two of the movies are just trying to erase the previous movie so it's just like what the fuck it just doesn't make any sense yeah it's like they jj abrams in the last movie was just like how can i tie this all together and yeah. like backtrack the last movie that they did yeah he should have just kept going with what ryan john but then uh, but then again like ryan johnson didn't leave the 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 series with like anywhere to go really you know what well, I mean? the thing is like no one like i think this is like the biggest thing that's been pointed out to me is that ray never takes any damage yeah like luke skywalker anakin skywalker they all like they lose limbs and stuff right, right, and, right. like ray like she never is injured yeah. And in like the third movie she's like, "Oh yeah, I can do force lightning." Yeah, that was dumb. I mean, yeah, and and her character didn't make any sense in the third one. And I mean, the problem with the last Jedi too is it like everyone but Kylo it like he, he like sidelines. And then in the third one it's like all of a sudden like, "Hey, it's the main, they're the main characters again." And so it's like, "Well, whose story was this whole trilogy?" You know, it just like Yeah, I don't know. I felt like the the last Jedi focused way too much on Laura Dern. Yeah. A, yeah like it, a meaningless character. They introduced all these new characters and they weren't like and then all of them were gone in the third one. It, it just, yeah. like... Like, Rose, a character that it focused on heavily in the second movie, like, yeah. did nothing in the third in the movie. the third one. And then, but then, like, Rose and Finn's storyline in the second one sucks. Like, what do they do? They go to, like, a casino planet Oh, or my whatever? God. That, that is one of the worst Star Wars moments I can ever remember. Yeah, it just feels like... Like, it, it feels, like, feels, like p- feels like pod racing. It felt like uh, Ryan Johnson just, like, didn't like The Force Awakens that much. And he was like, I'm going to make my own. He liked Kylo Ren. That was it. And yeah. And so, so then it made it a Kylo movie. But it, like, it took his character to as far as he could go. Like, he commits, like, a genocide and mm-hmm. everything. And then, but then J.J. Raven should have done that and just made Kylo, like, the big villain. Exactly. And not, and not like, brought in like actually make Kylo bad. Yeah. Yeah. Like, trying to – yeah, it just felt like it was, like, undoing – the whole thing and it just didn't make any sense and it was like why we it it, it was like also too much like oh whatever the fans like that's what we're gonna do which feels like disney and so it's just a mess i could could talk star wars 
for hours. Yeah. But I think this is enough Star Wars yeah, talk. Yeah, yeah, sure. Like, no, I was just like thinking like, oh God, if I don't stop it here, um, I'm going to like completely deconstruct this entire series. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like, it is fun to talk about. I, I think, I think the biggest thing they should have done is m- made it not a trilogy. What do you mean? Like more like or less? Th- more. Okay. Like they, they did with Avengers, you know? Yeah. Like their last Avengers movie was a two-parter essentially. Yeah. I feel like the, but I feel like it, Star Wars is more, there's like, it's it's supposed to be like about this one bloodline, the Skywalkers, Yeah, right? but like you can still do that. Like look what Harry Potter did. Yeah. But the thing is like there's also the Star Wars like spinoffs like Solo and Rogue Yeah, but they, like uh, Rogue One was the only good one. Yeah, so I I, I, I kind of feel like there's just too much Star Wars right now. It feels less special, you know. Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like if they did like a part one, part two kind of deal, like that would have would have that would have benefited this movie because it was yeah. way overstuffed. It felt like like yeah, four they didn't movies. explain anything. Yeah, and also like, all, but all the ideas were bad. I don't think I would have wanted a full movie. I, of, I like, feel like the ideas would have been less bad if they gave themselves more time. I get, yeah, but it, it's like yeah, Palpatine was suddenly rushed. back and like it was rushed. Yeah, it was rushed, and also, but it was also like I just didn't think it was that interesting. I, you know, I, I was bored the whole time. Yeah. Getting back to Adam Driver, do you have any favorite Adam Driver films? Yeah, I mean, I actually think he's pretty great in almost everything. Uh, he's in. I actually thought he was really good in, in Marriage Story. I mean, what else is he in? What was that other one? The Noah Baumbach film we were mentioning. While you were, we were well, young. while we were young. Oh, th- I remember. Wa- too, yeah, yeah, I remember watching that film and just like being like so sad. Yeah, it's sad. Yeah, because it's just about like getting older and the generation. Yeah, well, that, that's kind of like every Noah Baumbach film. Yeah, but that that one was like existentially. Even though it was also very funny, it was like very existential. Well, it was kind of like a couple looking at like themselves like. 20 years ago yeah i actually think he's great as kylo ren that might be his best role but uh, well that's the thing is like i feel like he's the only complete character in the whole he's disney trilogy and that's also jj abrams fucked up because he's barely in rise of skywalker it felt like he's in like six scenes yeah he's also where was bb8 you know really yeah he's not in the fucking he's he's in the force awakens a lot i think they made too many characters they made like c-3po was nothing in the whole like disney trilogy and all of a sudden he's like i'm going to forget all of you i'm like who cares you haven't been here the whole time and then they undo that so it's just like what the fuck that they didn't commit to like anything like they could have they should have committed to killing chewy oh yeah yeah exactly because like should have committed who cares if he lives or not like all of his friends are dead. Yeah, yeah, they should. <laughs> yeah, Han Solo's dead. Who cares? Han Solo's dead. Leia's dead. Like they should. Luke's dead. They're they're all dead. Yeah, that would have been more ballsy. That's the thing. That movie had no balls. It it's the classic quote. Uh, when you try to please everyone, you end up pleasing no one. And the man who said that was Bill Cosby. And I agree. With that. Was it really yeah, him? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. That that quote has not aged well. Well, the quote is good, but the man <laughs> well, has the, not. The context of that quote has not <laughs> aged well. That's a good point, actually. <laughs> when you think about the man who said, the, 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 the please everybody ends up pleasing nobody. <laughs> I'm in jail. <laughs> I'm a very bad man. <laughs> so, Robbie, switching gears a little bit. You say you, you you're an impressionist. What do you got going on these days? Uh, I've got my own podcast. Uh, you know, group chat with Robbie Goodwin. I'm gonna change the name soon. 
Do you do impressions on there? Yeah, yeah, I do imp- now and then, yeah. So I've done a couple episodes where I, I'm just a character the whole time. Oh, very cool. Yeah, uh, Manic Monday with Brandon Garner. That's a really funny one. I did one where I was Mark Wahlberg the whole time. Uh, yeah, it's funny. The last time you were on this podcast, you did uh, Ben Affleck. Yeah. That was very Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, I, did, I basically just did Mark Wahlberg. I, I tried to do Ben, but Ben's not very... Like at least with Adam Driver, it was like a I could do like a character approximation. Yeah. Ben's kind of like a blank slate, and like for, for me movies. in my head, like Ben is depressed. Mark Wahlberg, yeah. Cause yeah. Like, have you seen Ben lately? He's like fat, and he's got like that awful back tattoo. Yeah. I think we talked about the back tattoo last time you were on. Well, I didn't realize he was his alcoholism was that bad. Oh, I, it's real bad. I had That's no why clue. He, like him and Jennifer Gardner end up like splitting. I actually feel bad for him now. I wonder what happened. I wonder because I feel like he's been just he's been spiraling ever since the Batman. Yeah, no, he's like, it. I like it. Uh, I feel bad for him. Well, it's because like Batman was him like selling out because mm-hmm. like he wanted to like he was on great track. He's d- being great as a director. Yeah, his directing is good, and I mean, yeah, he's. A- and then he had that one flop as the director, the one the gangster oh, yeah. movie he made, like yeah. Live by Night or something. Yeah, you can't let that stuff get to you that much. I mean, he's still like such a big star, and he's been he's been in a worse place. He's in like uh, Jiggly or whatever. Yeah, but like he, I don't know. I I, I, I hope had, he I gets back no, to directing and yeah. like. I think it's the booze. I mean, he's like uh, just like kind of like he's like an '80s like hair metal rocker, uh-huh. like <laughs> like Axl Rose. Yeah, you know, you, you look at Axl Rose today and you're like, what happened? Yeah, well, Ben is a good looking guy too, and he's like just fat now. Oh yeah, like, no, he's like well, and he's got like that redness to his face yeah. that alcoholics get. But I, th- I heard he was sober for the most part lately. Yeah, so. I mean, but yet again, like you know, dealing with alcoholism, like any sort of addiction, like. It's never like, oh, I'm sober now. Mm. You know, it's it's an on and off thing. That's you know, true. like you look at people like Philip Seymour Hoffman, who like it eventually killed him. You God. know, what did he die of heroin? Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, which it's it's sad because like yeah. yet again, it's like a talent that was just completely just. I know that's Hoffman's a brutal one because he was making great movies still. Mm-hmm. That was really surprising. Yeah, no, he he was still making like Oscar worthy movies. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. No, no. It, it, shifting gears again yeah, from yeah, the depressing yeah, talk. Yeah. No, it's it's fair. Um, because like, yeah, I, I've been like trying to get into like impressions again too. Uh-huh. Uh, recently on the podcast, I've talked about like how I have a Jeff Goldblum impression that's like completely nonverbal. It's more just like yeah. physical mannerisms. <laughs> I'm now working on a Richard Kind impression. Oh wow, that's specific. Yeah, it's specific, but you know it when you hear it. It's I'm Richard kind get out of my house oh wow <laughs> i completely peeked out the mic there what uh what is the um how often do people get the impression well on this podcast um you know some like when it's a more like specific like person you know like my one of my favorite episodes of this podcast is still like my guy fietti episode mm-hmm. because the guy just like totally nailed it and i kind of picked it based on how this guy already talked oh nice yeah i'm like oh this guy already kind of has like this new york italian accent it would just be a slight shift to like that's yeah that's that's smart yeah but how but do people usually whiff it (laughs) yeah no there there's been tons of whiff um my (laughs) last episode i did because impressions are hard to do yeah no my last episode i did was martin scorsese Mm -hmm. and he had just no clue oh i would i would have crushed that martin What's your Martin Scorsese? Uh, Martin, Martin kind of talks like this, you know. He talks like this. Taxi Driver, great movie. We did it. It was me, Bobby De Niro, Joe Pesci. We were all together. It was awesome. Paul Schrader, 
great, great, great writer. We got together. We did the Taxi Driver. And I actually drove a, I drove a taxi for a now, while. Now, Marty, what do you think of Fellini films? Oh, th- he's absolutely fantastic. He's the greatest. I mean, I, 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 I go into my little hole every day. I'm, I'm very short, so I just I go into my little hole. I watch Fellini films back to back, back to back. I watch them back. I've, I've seen every single one. That guy, he's a great Italian. A great Italian man. Don't you dare talk bad about him. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I, well, I would have nailed that. I already had that one in the damn docket. It was fun, though, because he, he definitely got the essence of... Um, uh, Martin Scorsese and kind of like the Wait. game we played was that like Martin Scorsese like loves making films about Italian men yeah, and like nothing else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. Actually, he has a pretty he is way more range than people give well, him credit he lo- for. But he makes movies. Silence. Adam Driver was in that. This is about some fucking oh yeah Chris, Christian ass priest. Well, that's the thing is people forget about Silence. Yeah, and because uh, it wasn't like Hugo. Ezra that's like a weird movie. It's about like a little kid running. It's still around. Italian though. Oh, uh, that's true. <laughs> well, Alice doesn't live here anymore. Is uh, I don't him. know if I've seen Alice doesn't live here anymore. It's about a woman. Mm. Big big shift. Oh, it's about a woman. Like, I gotta rewatch Silence. Like I, I never actually fully watched it because like I kind of started watching it and I was like, this is slow. Yeah, I think it's one of his most boring, but it's gorgeously shot and it's like, I mean, the thing is like people, I, I, am a big Scorsese fan and I, I don't love that criticism of it. Like that everyone's always like, oh, all he does is gangster movies. It's like, no, those are just his most popular movies. Like yeah. he's actually done a lot of. Like, he did one about, Kundun's is about, like, a fucking Indian emperor or whatever. Yet again, another one I haven't heard of. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, well, because, uh, like, but I think it was more, like, Scorsese doesn't do genre films. He kind of, like, sticks to his wheelhouse, where, like, Spielberg and, like, other directors will kind of, like, do whatever they want. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, Wolf of Wall Street's, like, kind of like a comedy. No, that's a gangster film. That is another gangster it's a film. Cry- uh, it's not gang- They're not gangsters. Yeah, it's like a But it's like Wolf a Wolf of Wall comedy. Street is the same movie as Goodfellas. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't really agree with that. But then also, like, well, you got After Hours. That's, like, a straight-up comedy. Cheech mm-hmm. and Chong are in that. Uh, you I mean, know, Last Temptation of Christ is, like, a weird one. That's mm-hmm. uh, just about Jesus. Well, the thing is, like, he did all these, like, kind of genre films. Shutter earlier. Island is, like, a horror it- movie. Yeah, ish. It, I love Shutter Island, yeah. but like it's still kind of like has that like detective gangstery feel, feel to it. Uh, I mean, he's not really a gangster; he's a detective. It's like yeah. a noir. Yeah, but like a lot of his films fall into like that noir. Like uh, the, the, the Irishman feels like noir esque. Kinda. I mean, but that's like a gangster movie. I mean, yeah. Aviator is like a different, is a weird kind of thing. Age of Innocence is like a Shakespeare, like a yeah. uh, period piece. I, I guess okay. So then, <laughs> I guess with me, Martin Scorsese, he does a lot of movies that I forget about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, most people. The, the thing is, like, his most popular ones are like crime things. Yeah. But he does a lot. Do you think uh, Irishman's gonna win Best Picture? No, I think Once Upon a Hollywood's got it, which I'd be really stoked on. Yeah. Uh it's my least it. favorite Tarantino. It's film. my favorite movie of the year. I think it's brilliant. Really? Yeah, I think it's brilliant. Watch it again, man. It's great. Uh, I mean, there's two no- nominated for Best Picture that I like more than any other films this year. So which ones? Uh, Jojo Rabbit and uh, Parasite. Mm. Parasite. I like was Parasite. Brilliant. Yeah. I'm rooting for Irishman or Hollywood. Really? Yeah, I love both those movies a lot. Uh, I need to see uh, 1917. 1917 is actually incredible. That's, I, I, I heard would be, it's I'd incredible. Be, if that won Best Picture, like, be like yeah, everyone's saying, 1917 is front runner, and I heard it's gorgeous. It's front runner. I don't know if I'd want it to win Best Picture, but I would be like, oh yeah, that makes sense. It's like an it's a it's an incredibly made movie. Yeah, I heard it's like a feat. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, well, because. Um, I mean, yeah, it's just a great war movie. And the way they shoot it to make it all look like one take. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that 
that's kind of like overhyped because like you can tell when they cut. Well, yeah, I mean, they uh, yeah, they clearly cut a lot, like a lot. But um, I mean, it's really great. But the thing is, like, it's not it's not like Birdman where it's like completely calling attention to itself yeah. all the time, or it's like whoa, whoa, look, this it's one take. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's like it's kind of like not like what's great about it is it's like a truly thrilling movie and like uh and you forget even that it's one take a lot yeah. did like, you not like jojo rabbit i liked jojo rabbit i didn't i didn't dislike it at all i liked it but i don't think it's like a it, i don't know part of me like my it's problem with jojo rabbit to, like, is a comedy winning best picture yeah that would be cool but the thing is i feel like jojo's like three different movies like really? the first third is like a wes anderson the yeah. second third is like a like a like a coming of age thing, kind but like of. The, the, and then the third act, the coming like a of war age movie. thing, is like a very Taika Waititi trope. No, actually, I actually think that it's uh, all three of those movies are well made. But mm-hmm. like when Rebel Wilson shows up at the end again, I was like, "What the fuck?" Like, <laughs> it feels like you're from a different movie. I don't know. I I I appreciated like the new take on like World War Two movies that we like. W- what other World War Two comedy do we have? You Great know? Dictator, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Chaplin. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and that, but that's also who Taika Waititi was like channeling in his portrayal of Hitler. That was what was funny was uh, they were like, "How could you ever get a comedy about a Hitler made?" It's like, well, there was one made when he was alive, and Hitler yeah. was still fucking alive. Well, but like. Taika like did such a reference and like an homage to like that the Chaplin Dictator. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, and but there, there. What was that fucking movie about? Like the concentration camp, and there was like a goofy. Oh, um, uh, the, the life is beautiful. Life is beautiful. Is that what the, it's called? The, uh, yeah, it's F- uh, Fellini. Was that Fellini? Was that his name? Yeah, uh, I thought it was some other guy. Some other, some other wop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh boy. No, I mean this. This guy's not a wop. He's he's like legit uh, from Italy. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> okay. Are you you are you Italian, Robbie? No. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, I I I I can't tell, so I'm like maybe he has agency to say this. I don't at all. But wow. you know what? You can't cancel someone for being mean to Italians. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna take that risk. You know what? All right. Yeah, you can cut that out. Uh, I don't know. I'm probably that'll gonna. That'll be pro- a funny. Thing probably to cut out. going to leave. He said it. a slur, but it was. So who cares? <laughs> <laughs> it was one that people don't use anymore. <laughs> I mean, what's gr- I have a lot of Italian friends, and they're very they just let it fly. I mean, it's it's also one of those things that, like if you told me you were Italian, yeah, it's very believable. I also love Italian. I'm like I feel like I'm Italian at heart sometimes. I mean, you do like uh, Scorsese. I worship a lot. Scorsese. Yeah. I love Tarantino. Look, th- those uh, those fucking Italians. They make a good movie. <laughs> Sopranos is like my favorite TV show. I ever. recently started watching it, and I was like, oh wow, this is really good it's amazing and it only gets better as it goes too i, I was it was like one of those things i put off forever because it's like eh. yeah i know what you mean yeah but like i was like oh wow this like the the just the way it approaches therapy and like yeah how, how like stigma that was at the time yeah and like yeah i heard it i heard like i've heard therapists say like melfi's a bad therapist but it gets like the uh she's not great but it's also like kind of a great part of her character yeah that she's like it kind of being with tony well, it also like well that that's what's amazing about it is like she tries so hard to help him, but it kind of goes to show that you truly can't help someone who is a criminal because if they're honest about their life, then you have an obligation to call the police. So they're gonna lie to you a bunch, and mm-hmm. you can't give them like true advice. Yeah, and it's like also like 
uh also the push pull of like is tony actually trying to get better or oh, yeah. is he not like that's like fascinating yeah no he's it's a fun character study but anyways getting back to you uh is there anything you want to plug before we uh say goodbye on this episode oh yeah listen to my podcast group chat with robbie goodwin <laughs> it's yeah. a good time and um if anyone see, wants to see any shows you have coming up or anything oh yeah uh, follow me on twitter at robbie goodwin on twitter instagram dot com slash Robbie Goodwin um, and uh, yeah I mean you go to my website too www.robbygoodwin.com but I don't really update it that much but there's some I mean if you want to head start on like what videos of mine that I like you can check that out I've got like roast battle and stuff on there very cool and if you want to find us on Instagram we're at yes and I am I'll post a picture of me and Robbie there tag a minute so you can easily find them that way uh, also Please share this podcast with your friends and anyone out there because I'm really trying to push word of mouth right now because that's the best way to get more people to find the show. Thank you again for listening, and thank you, Robbie, for coming out. Oh, thanks for having me, man. It was a lot of fun. Of course, and we will see you all next time. <laughs>